Hello and welcome back to Social Distancing the Podcast, day number 66. I am Vinny. I'm Grayson. And we have a special guest back with us tonight. You mean special? I know. I love the special guest it's term. Nick. I know. You, well, last Nick time, Nick. I want to make sure you get it again. I know. I, I thought that like I had lost it last time. Like you took it away from me from my performance in the first one. But I guess I've earned Oof. it back. Oof! How'd you know? You read our minds. Darn. Yeah. Well, we are back with Nick. He hasn't been on in like I don't know twenty. 25 days, I have no idea anymore. Every day is the same in the age of quarantine. Yeah, it's just, he was on with us yesterday, I guess. I don't know. Time doesn't have any meaning. It's a flat circle. But now, me and Nick Nick are neighbors. Yeah, Vinny just joined the neighborhood. Do you guys guys sing romantic songs across your balconies? I'm going to yell to him right now. A neighbor's going to hate me. Let me see if anyone's outside. Are you at your window? Oh, no, I can't yell right now. People judge me so hard. I can't do it. People watching? Oh. Across from me, people are always in their little, uh, this little porch area all day, every so day. So my building doesn't have porches, though. So while Vinny did move into the neighborhood, I'm kind of jealous of his place because we actually have the same landlord, I think. And he's yeah. in the superior of the two buildings that are right next to each other. I do appreciate having a little balcony to go on and just cry off of, you know, like Ben Affleck, <laughs> you know ben Affleck mean where he just looks so depressed off the balcony. That's pretty much me. So, yeah. Cool. Not the. Uh, oh man, what's the guy's? What's the guy from? Tom Cruise. Uh, Jason Statham. Looking in, looking in the window. Oh, it's the, cop. That, no, the cop's name. No, it's uh. Oh my god, what I can't. Gladiator. Uh, Valjean. I just watched Russell Jean Valjean staring out the window. Yeah. Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. 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 That's what you That's... do on your balcony. You just you just Jean Valjean it. It's kind of creepy because today I used to live in Waltham like two years ago and we lived next to a Walgreens and we got to know the staff there pretty well. And today I saw one of the staff members walking past my building and I recognized well, Walgreens is pretty close. Assuming yeah. it's the, the one you that's right by your us. Walgreens staff members. I do. Well, I, we talked to him all the time. Nice. Me and Derek used to talk to him. Is that so now weird? You catch up again. What? Now you guys can become friends again, like actually be sociable with each other. Patrick, I should have yelled from my balcony, Patrick, Patrick, but I didn't because I'm a fucking coward. I actually saw Vinny already in his new apartment moving in. Was it last night, two nights ago? I don't even remember because everything works together. I was out for an evening walk after 12 hours of work. And so, uh, so I, I guess you were moving in. You had like bags or something. I was like, holy oh, shit. I was actually, I went to stop and shop and bought ice cream. That's what I was carrying in. Ooh, <laughs> you always got to bring home some ice cream from the grocery oh, store. That's what I was doing. And yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's the first time I've seen Vinny in person in like, what, like five years maybe. And it was just like, I happened to be walking outside when he happened yeah. to be getting back with his ice cream. I've seen your brother more recently than I've seen you. When did you see my brother recently? Because that must have been years ago too. It was. It was in 20... 20- 15 the last time i saw your brother halloween i think wait at, oh 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 yeah. okay i was like what at a staples dude uh, at now a halloween party yes yeah, I was, now i was like when in a social setting would Vinny have seen my brother because i, I was, my brother uh, re- worked at staples like after i left i was borderline blacking out that night i remember that yep that was during one of my wine phases oh yeah did you did you recognize him as my brother did you guys yeah. have a conversation i know him, I know him as your brother that's why okay good just I making said, sure hey, How's Nick? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the night went. Yeah. 
And then you don't remember much after that. Halloween 2015. Nope. I remember, uh, yeah. Before the world went to shit. Yeah. So how uh, was your... By 2016. How was everybody's Wednesdays today? It's Wednesdays, my dude. It's Wednesday, my dude, of course. My dude. Uh, It's been good. I had a work conference calls on Wednesday. Always good. Yeah. What did you have uh, today? Grayson, you know what I had. You know what give I fucking us, give ate. Give us the food update. I want to you know. know. What I, I want to hear you say it. For lunch, a PB and J, and I oh, still the PB and J. I still fucked it up because it's the proportion Wait. I do. So, so I need to know a little bit more about this because clearly this is not the first time you two have talked about the PB and Js. Uh, you follow me on Twitter, Nick? We, uh, yeah, it's all over Twitter. Twitter. Oh, I don't know how I missed it because I definitely follow Vinny on Twitter. Okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go do my homework. It's all about the proportions of it's, what. It's, it's all about jelly. It's all about Vinny having a lot of trouble making PB and J. It's because the the jelly I have isn't spread easy enough. It's like it's hard to get the proportions just right. So okay, then some essential questions. Um, what kind of jelly, first of all? I don't know Wegmans. The big, the well, I more mistake. meant like the flavor. I, yeah, oh, I'm great, less... great, great. The grape. biggest okay, mistake is grape. not getting the grape jelly that has the deployment slot, so that it comes out. <laughs> in it. Yeah, it has the deployment slot, so that when you squeeze the tube, that jelly comes out in a perfect little uh, rectangle of like a dollar bill printer. Of so, goodness. is there a difference between jelly and jam? Yeah, of course. Okay, course, so Nick, come on, come on. Okay, well, let me explain. So I feel like jelly though is is less viscous, like it is eas- more easily spreadable. So are you just buying jam? I would say depending on the quality of the jelly, it can be firmer to the point of inconvenience. Okay. So you are you saying that bottom the, the, shelf jelly? You know, you, you're going to be spreading Jello. Basically. But isn't that kind of the point, though? Like, for the PB&J, you almost want the poorer quality. It's like it's, a grilled it, cheese, it, right? You want cheap American well, cheese when you make it, that. It, it kind of out of here. American it's, cheese. Get out of here. That's awful. Yeah, I, oh, I, I agree. Just, I'm just I, saying. I personally I, put it at a fancy cheese on a grilled cheese. But uh, it, it's, uh, it's proportionate to a good, a good jelly being like a bad, uh, like, like the, sti- the, the coldness of a stick of butter is directly <laughs> proportional to the cheapness of a jelly the okay. cheaper the jelly the more it is like a cold stick of butter and you want to get that jelly that's like a nicely room temperature butter easy to spread okay. you know okay so there's there's a there's a sweet spot there's a science here okay it's very and, important and then and are I you chunky or creamy on the peanut place. butter uh creamy i hate chunky peanut butter gross i'm, I'm a Ooh, fan baby. of the chunk i like i like some crunch in my pb and j yeah same i like the I don't know the creamy. I like to be boring. able to chew it, you know. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, you recent. guys are disgusting. Okay. Yeah, it's do more you satisfying. It, do you cut it down the middle, or do you cut it in triangles? Get out of here! You're not in the recording. Wait, what's Maggie saying? Maggie just says that's gross, basically. About what? Chunky or creamy or smooth? Chunky. I'm sorry. She doesn't like chunky peanut butter. Good. She's just now. Well, we're two and two, but one of the votes doesn't count because they're not in the pod, so it's fine. I don't cut it at all, Nick. I just eat it. Okay. No. Okay, that's fair. Too I was more curious. Like, do you think there's like, do you think that's like a signifier of personality traits, like how you cut your PB and J? The fact that Vinny does not cut it, like that kind of says something about you. I, like, I think, I think it kind of speaks to why you're making the PB and J. If you're making the PB and J to reduce effort, cutting it would be counterproductive. There is no that's love in the sandwich, by the way. No love. No love goes into your sandwich. It's a process. It's like hate fucking. 
You're eating out of necessity. You're not. Oh, you wait, thought I was eating this? Oh my god. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. Yeah, it escalated quickly. Food more fan. It's like more American pie. Apple oh, no. <laughs> that warm American pie. No, warm apple pie is yeah, how, I, how it. Was I was wondering why you were microwaving them, but now it all makes sense. You marinate your I marinate the bread too, which is weird. You marinate your bread. I don't dry bread. <laughs> wait, wait, how do how does how does one marinate bread just like in general? It's, I'm not familiar with this idea. Get a freezer bag, put okay. the bread in, okay, microwave some jelly, and pour it in. <laughs> He's fucking with babies. Okay. okay. You're not part of it. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I don't know. After the way this conversation has gone, you, you really could have convinced me if you kept a straight face there. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah, Hell that's yeah. That's a bridge too far. So your Wednesday is good, is what you're saying, Vinny, besides the PB&J incident. I went to job lot too, but line was too oh, long. The, the Ocean State? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. Wait, I want to get a little. Uh, what did you need there? I want a little walk-in mat for my door. Uh, a walk-in. Okay. Uh, the line. Yeah. Check out. Like you mean a, a welcome, welcome mat? No, it's like a. It's like a longer and longer than that. Oh, a, a walk-in walk in runner. Okay. Yeah, like a runner. Yeah, you can call it a runner. Okay. Okay. It kind of sits there though. It doesn't like run that much. Unless you uh, spook it. Spook it. <laughs> but yeah, how is everyone else's Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> my Wednesday isn't over. I'm still working after this. I have like Ooh. call tonight. Yeah. Sucks. I, uh, Damn. I'm gonna I'm drink. I'm drinking. I'm done working. And uh I'm I'm having fun uh playing some Fallout, some post work Fallout 3. Back Ooh. going and replaying it. Why Fallout 3? Uh, which Fallout 3? It's a nostalgia factor. Are you playing one of the expansions or vanilla? Uh well it is modded with just kind of some like texture pack upgrades and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but it, yeah, it's the game of the year edition, I think, or does that like have that. Uh, is that one, is that one have the new Vegas expansion? I'm trying, I can't remember which one is the it's main not, expansion. It's not, uh, new Vegas is a separate game. It's not an okay. expansion. Oh, okay. Um, the expansions for, uh, Fallout 3 are, uh, Operation Anchorage, The Pit, okay, Broken yeah. Steel, and Point Luckout, and, um, the alien one. one, uh, Zeta. Anchorage is really good from what I remember. It's been a while, but the Chinese stealth suit. It's the yeah, best. Chinese stealth suit. You love that. You love yeah. the pit. I don't think you even get anything from really from the pit, but it's cool. Um, so are you a big Fallout guy in general, or are you just like this? Was oh yeah, movie? okay. No, this, I I love Fallout. I played the shit out of Fallout Four. I never really got through New Vegas, uh, but that was because interesting, I interesting because from what I've heard, New Vegas is kind of considered like a fan, like a it's like kind favorite. of the best one. Yeah. At least from what I've heard, I never really. So I'm played. going. I'm going on a journey uh, to replay Fallout Three, I'm like halfway through it right now. Um, then I'll pro- then I'll go through and because I wanted to get in the mindset of where I was when I just finished Fallout Three before I like finally play through New Vegas, and then I'll probably play some more Fallout Four if I get bored of those two. Mm-hmm. Now, did you ever touch Seventy Six or did the? No, fuck yeah. that. No, I just they, saw the they, big update recently, and I guess it's Wastelanders. They, yeah, they turned they turned a lot of people off to that, and I was one of them. I was just yeah. had never had any interest in playing it. Yeah, right, because it wasn't the same thing. Right, no NPCs is kind of it's, just like that traditional. It's like game being game. a huge fan of Gears of War and then like playing Gears of War Tactics. It's like get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> I actually Gears Five was one of my uh, Halo games. Tactics. 
it wasn't it wasn't terrible i'll be honest although gears is a little tired i, think I love it, gears i love gears uh i played all of them except for five i think i played five uh like a couple weeks ago just as like something to, to t- push my pc because i really hadn't played pc games in a while and it was I like doom for that doom is pretty cool for that yeah i have to get eternal i have not played eternal yet i don't i don't have eternal i just play the 2016 gears 5 though it's a looker i do have to be honest like i have a pretty good pc and it really did push it but i mean it's gears of war so like it it, it's the same it kind of felt like the same game i was playing in 2006 i mean obviously it's modernized a bit but you know time to shake it up a bit it's it's funny the kind of things that uh evolve technology like you wouldn't have expected that the first tomb raider game would be like a paragon of polygon tits man benchmarking no then the first like rebooted series um, uh modern generation pc games you wouldn't have expected the first one of those to be like a modern benchmarking tool but a lot of benchmarks yeah use that Um, like shadow or riser whichever was the third one of the re like anytime i see any benchmarks like the new intel 10th gen stuff just came out and that game is still being used as you wouldn't have expected like a tomb raider game to be the paragon of of graphics i mean the whole triangle tits was the whole yeah that was the joke oh yeah but then they came out and made a really good engine that's really good for benchmarking so yeah and really demanding too like even that that even that first one still doesn't it looks good yeah, it, it's aged really well, and honestly, yeah. like, I mean, I don't have a too much of a beast, but my PC kind of struggles to run that, like, above yeah. 60. No, like, that game's crazy. Yeah. But, so yeah, that's a long that's way of saying my day still isn't over. Replaying oh, Fallout 3. The funny thing is, Fallout 3, um, I remember it taking forever to load when I played it on um, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. because it was loading from optical media to a hard oh, drive. God, yeah, like, DVDs. It was an yeah, optical cause... disc, and it was lo- and it was re- loading either onto the hard drive or into the memory of, the, of, a, of an yeah. Xbox 360. And my modern gaming computer uh, loads like the transitions, the loading time transitions between areas, mm-hmm. and uh, well, for the game to actually start, I think it takes less than a second for the game to start and be that in the mass. Do you have an NVMe drive? No, it's just SSDs. But yeah. it takes less than a second for the game That's to get to the nuts. menu. Um, and then the game loading maybe takes two seconds. And I was like, I remember it taking like 20 seconds to load. It's crazy. Well, in a I bet you could get it to run on loading times With uh, the new consoles coming with SSD standard, you know, loading times are going to be a thing of the past. Finally. It's going to be good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have to upgrade their PC. Raise the, raise the floor a little bit. I haven't upgraded I my PC since 2016. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure you could run Fallout on an Android phone or an iPhone. Do it. I like I I'm I sure kind of want to look into it and try and repackage it into an APK because I'm pretty sure you could get Fallout 3 to run on a phone. Really, even like the architectural differences, like the just going from like an x86 yeah. to interesting. Well, this is this is I was thinking about this actually. Uh, what I would like do in depth to yeah. try and make it work. So I would probably first look at whether or not there's already a version of Fallout 3 that runs on Linux. If there is, uh, you might be I able to package so. it more easily to run. Uh, I know it's you obviously can't run EXEs on Android or iPhones because they're different operating systems. Yeah. Um, but you can, I mean, uh, I think you can pa- package um, Linux applications into APK files. So if you can do that, I think you can install Linux programs on Android phones. 
Yeah, doing so, it on iPhone sounds like a nightmare just from all the jailbreaking you would have to do. Yeah, but, I'm not even going to try iPhone. Not mostly because I don't have one, but also because yeah. sideloading on an iPhone well, is a fucking pain in the ass. Grayson, that makes sense because Fallout 3 is a video game and kids play video games and iPhones for adults. So <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> you texted me before this, and I don't know the last time you texted me, but clearly we each still had each other's numbers, even though it's been like 10 years. But um, his first comment was, "What the fuck? I didn't. I thought you hated iPhones or something like that." You tweeted out years ago how much you didn't like iPhones. I'm just, just yeah, man. But people don't forget, know. Nick. Yeah, clearly, I can never go back to having an iPhone. Well, just back to Grayson's point though, like modern Android phones have like, I mean, what is the recent Galaxy have like six gigs of RAM? And I mean, I have twelve gigs of RAM in my phone. What do you? What do you? Have? I have the I have the Galaxy Note 10 Plus. Okay. Yeah, so it has like a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, 12 gigs of RAM, and 256 gigs of internal storage. Yeah, Plus so another I, 256 on an SD card. Okay, so real, like, do you actually use that much storage or do I, you just, just to use it? Like, I never, I, I literally, you know how you switch between apps on your phone? And the data that you were using in one of the apps is like cleared out because it refreshed itself while you were away. Okay, so speaking, yeah, on the RAM, yeah, I see what you. So mean. that's Never that's because anything. like that's because that app got garbage collected because the phone needed more RAM for something else. Mm -hmm. I've literally I've had this phone for probably nine months, and I've literally never had an app close itself in the background. Twelve oh, wow. gigs, I will admit, twelve gigs is way too much. <laughs> like you don't yeah, probably don't need 12 gigs of ram on a phone Grayson. but my phone has 12 gigs and i have noticed an incredible boon to multitasking i can literally watch a youtube video be on a phone call be listening to a podcast and be playing a video game all at the same time and my phone would like not even blink yeah but that's gonna be thrilled wow, through that 500 or that 5000 milliamps no, nah, it doesn't though. That's the funny thing. Yeah. It like is incredibly power efficient too. I will go through an entire day and still have sixty percent battery. Shit. Regularly. My, uh, my iPhone XR does exactly the opposite of what you just said. Like I'll be watching something in Netflix, then I'll respond to a text, and then Netflix has to reload. Exactly. That's the thing that the twelve gigs gets rid of. Also, yeah. probably the iPhones are more aggressive about it. But yeah, I think iOS is just pretty good with RAM management in general. It's super still, like I have three. I think it's only three, so I'm, I have like a quarter of what you're working with. Right. It's super aggressive the the memory management that iPhones have because mm -hmm. they want it to be snappier wherever you go. Androids are more lenient because it just runs on like modified Linux, so it tries to keep as many things relevant as possible, and sometimes at the cost of performance because you end up getting uh, more lags on a new app than you would on a on mm -hmm. an iPhone. But my phone has the best compromise of both because it has 12 gigs of RAM. So I can always have a snappy response when I open a new app. And two or three days later, I will go back to an app you know, from the home screen. I'll open an app from the home screen. And what I was doing three days ago is still open. That's pretty incredible. I mean, I would literally never kind of run out of memory. The, the note, because the new notes are what, like, 1400 bucks like they make iphones this cheap. one was like 1100 oh actually that's not bad yeah or maybe it was even less maybe i mean it was that like sucks, but that's what i mean that's pretty much the standard for a flagship these days yeah right? that's super standard yeah Jeez. anyway so yeah my days fall out and my phone is better than yours fuck you um moving on we got some covid news uh yeah, covid's oh, yesterday's news <laughs> 
Yeah, we're tired um, of COVID. That's- COVID's over. Trump was considering a travel ban after Brazil suffered a huge outbreak. Deadliest day on record. That what is. Happened? What's the numbers in Brazil? Give me the numbers. Let's see what we got for Brazil. Uh, daily death toll high of 1,179 wow. in a day. It's the same here, too, with no one's reporting it. it makes no that difference. is the same here. Ours was actually up at like 1,500 the other day. Georgia and Florida aren't giving out real numbers. It doesn't make a difference. True. They're, they're, they're doing this yeah. to help Trump. That's all the fucking is. Uh, yeah, I mean, their governors, they're trying as hard as they can to follow his train of thought. Are they uh, are they drinking or taking hydrochloric or whatever? Uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, Trump said that he was taking hydroxychloroquine. He's definitely lying, though. <laughs> he There's no way it. that that got past all the levels of, like, people in the White House who would have to, like, approve it, and no one said anything. Do you anything. think they really have control over him? Like, I mean... Maybe it's a placebo. They just have, like, I, a label. No, I think, I think that if he was taking hydroxychloroquine, an aide, a helper, his children, his doctor, somebody would have leaked it. I don't know. There's yeah. no way. Or somebody would have been like worried about it and tried to stop it, and then that leaks. Like there are so many people who interact with the president of the United States on an average day. So many people, like a hundred aides, or like maybe sometimes more on an important day. So many but people are talking to the president. Leak? There's nothing to leak when the president is outright saying it, though, right? I mean, well, no, I'm saying if he was taking it before oh, now, would have they would have leaked already. it. It would have leaked, yeah. and he, and if he was taking it, he would have been taking it back when he was hyping it up. If he had been, if he'd been hyping it this entire time, and he was planning on taking it, he would have taken it back when he was hyping it. So I don't. I think he's just straight up bullshitting everybody. He's no. just he's just decided that, that this was a thing that was true. And now he says it's true, and everybody's like, oh, I don't, I don't think he's telling the truth. But he, you know, everybody has to back him up because now he, the president, oh, yeah, the line. he's a child, and now, you know, he decided something on a whim like a child does, and everybody's like, oh, shit, we have to change reality to reflect the will of this impulsive child. That impulsive. sounds about right, and that's the scariest part. So he just, he just, whatever comes into his mind that seems like a good idea, he just does it. And people have to try and play catch up. Uh, he also claimed that Michigan sent out absentee ballots and broke the law, which is just false. And there's Wait, no I thought they sent it. out like, um, like, like enrollments, like, like you could sign up to vote by mail. Um, the situation is that uh, the absentee application form oh, applicate that was the word I was which for, yeah, allows voters to request a ballot for the state's non-presidential okay. primaries um yeah they sent out the application form to be absentee nothing about that is against the law no and other states have done that like yeah Michigan and other states have done first. that it's just the first state that is a swing state that's done it <laughs> Uh, also, Michigan voters passed a constitutional amendment in 2018 that allowed people to vote absentee without providing a reason. That and he's there was a yeah there's a law law expert that said he was not aware of anything in Michigan law that pro- forbids the Secretary of State from providing a request form to all voters. So I, I think this is indicative of a bigger trend that we've seen because what really kicked off all of this was the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court election where. Uh, the I think it was an incumbent, but the Republican lost, right? Or the conservative justice lost and was replaced with the liberal justice based on the election results. And obviously, Georgia has a a, a sketchy 
um, history with this already based on how they ran their governor election back in 2020, but I'm sorry, 2018. But now you're seeing, you know, not just Trump going after Michigan, but you're seeing more nonsense in Georgia again. And I think it was in Florida too, or one of the other swing-ish Trump states. I, I know Georgia isn't quite a swing state, but um, where they're Minnesota. Now- yeah, maybe it was Minnesota, but they, the governor of – and this might not be today's news. Everything blurs together. This might have been Monday or Tuesday. But, we, we go back and forth, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, But the – I believe the uh, there was a, a Supreme Court election supposed to happen this week or next week in, in Georgia. That was essentially that, – I think that was canceled. the Wisconsin Supreme Court. No, no, that happened, but there's another instance of this happening in Georgia – Okay. Um, and they actually delay they inevit or they indefinitely delayed the election, which allows the governor to appoint a um someone instead. So instead of having an open election for this, using COVID as an excuse. Yeah, I did I did see that headline. Which I by the way, we're just pressure testing for November here. Like let's not be let's not be foolish. Um and I don't so think he can delay the election. So he can't because the states do the elections, but individual states are pressure testing this with, with this, right? If they're able to like if Brian Kemp, I think he's the Georgia he's the Georgia governor. I can't totally remember his name. Yeah. Um, but if he's able to just appoint a Supreme Court justice instead of actually having an election, it wasn't the Supreme Court; it was the state Supreme Court. State Supreme Court. Sorry, yeah, that's that's an important distinguisher. But um, and so obviously, instead he he will uh, appoint a conservative justice instead of having an open and fair election. So get ready to see this more and more. This isn't just a Trump thing in Michigan yeah, today. It's, 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 yeah, it's yeah. problematic. Never waste a good crisis is is a famous old saying said by someone, but fuck yeah, politics. <laughs> and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> well, it's yep. once I'm drinking alcohol or drinking beer, I just start to zone out politics. It was it know. was Georgia, yeah. Jeez. Fuck yeah, Georgia. Supreme Court blocks release of full Mueller report for now. Who cares? He did it. He's just gone back. Yep. Um, oh, did you hear about the dam failing in Michigan? That was pretty crazy. Oh, that's kind of terrifying, actually. I mean, so I have some interesting insight about this. Um, I worked on a project uh, at my company for uh, the state of Massachusetts um, Parks Department, basically. Um, uh, DCR, the Department of Conservation oh. and Recreation. Yeah. Um, and the project that I was working on was called um, ODS, Office of Dam Safety. Um, it was basically their uh, compliance manager website for the, all of the dams that are in Massachusetts. And um, we basically had the test data for the website. And this it's this huge database or set of databases or set of tables in a database that... Um, it's this huge data set that basically has all of the conditions and and uh, risk factors for every dam in Massachusetts. And um, we, you know, we were building like um, data analysis tools for that. And basically the, the bottom line of it is that there are um, low, ha- low hazard, significant hazard and high hazard dams. And of the high hazard of the dams that matter, high and significant hazard dams, um, the percent of them that are in compliance is around 20. Oh, good. This so is this is for this is for the state of Massachusetts of the That's dams that are registered with the Department of Conservation and Recreation. 20% of them 
are in compliance. That means 80% are out of compliance. Wait, let me check your math there. Hold on. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, I, got, safe. I got the same number. Like bridges, dams, all that shit's out of date and not safe. Because nobody... There's no it's money. It's not a priority. People can't yeah, look like no 10 years into the future and give a shit about anything. I remember not give a shit about it until there's a problem. I think it was like 10 years ago in Kansas when the uh, bridge collapsed. Like a massive bridge collapsed. Oh, it was the it was the you mean the railroad bridge? No, it was a it was a car bridge, I don't know. No. Oh, it okay. collapsed and then there was a statistic on the news about how like the bridges in Massachusetts are all out of date. It's they're yeah, all they are. They're all They're going to keep killing people and then we're we're going to say we'll do something about it and then never do something about it. We're the ultimate procrastinators. Can't do it. So. Yeah, you can't tell me that those two uh, Cape Cod bridges are safe because every time I drive over one of them, I think I'm actually going to die. They do. They're, they're scary. Terrifying. They bounce. They're yeah. fucking terrifying because there's only two lanes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's four like lanes, the 30s, but they're fucking and I don't tall. think they've been updated since the 30s. Yeah. That's true. Hey, they're gonna well, thank you for that, Grayson. I feel a lot more comfortable now. I didn't send that. Hey, they're going to release a Snyder Cut next year, guys. Yeah, who's excited about that? That's the real news of today, huh? I HBO agree. Max pulling out all the stops to get subs. They're gonna I pay can't believe that that was the real thing. They so, want subscribers, come on. The power of memes. Yeah, this. I mean, this is a way to get a bunch of internet nerds, myself included, to get HBO Max subscriptions. I mean, I already have HBO, so I guess it probably just converts over. But, I mean, the content wars are in full swing. You need a... You need your friend's reunion or you need your, like, I don't know, your Mandalorian or something like that to get people to show up or your Tiger King. And so uh, that's very true. You got to have the the, the, you have to ride the viral success, really. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And they I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this was because of the success of something like Tiger King. But what was really interesting to me is, I mean, forever fans have been saying, no, it's done. They just have to release it. And they basically confirmed here that it's not done. They're going to spend like 30 million dollars to finish it. Which yep. is insane to me. I mean, it goes to show the, the different economics Jesus. of the streaming world, though, where you can just toss $30 million at something to get subs, and it's seen as probably a bargain to Time Warner or AT&T, whoever's making the shots there or calling the shots there. I mean, $30 million to get a bunch of subs sounds like a great deal for them, I'm sure. Instead of you know investing, what, the Mandalorian costs $100 million plus to make for like eight episodes, so it, bargain. it wasn't that bad. It was all right. It was okay. It was it was like a you solid do. six out of Boba ten. It was a six Fett. out of ten. Six and a half, seven out of ten. You guys don't like Boba Fett coming in next season? I mean, at this point, they they're really just recite. I mean, they really. I like that. I'm I'm down for it. Who doesn't like Ahsoka showing up? Come on, guys. I'm did you guys ever I love read any of the old EU where Boba Fett did survive? No, I just know. That oh he's yeah, like, I I didn't read it, but I heard about what happened, and he just ends up coming back and then he's like crawled out of the Starlight Pit. Yeah, I mean it's. So I am interested to see how they handle it, but at the same time, it, I, I thought we learned our lesson from Rise of Skywalker that it's time to try something new here, and instead of farming nostalgia, like I'd rather the, the they <laughs> the funny. Be. I mean, the problem with that though is that they got shit on by a, uh, elephant when they tried something new with uh, Rise of the with the uh, the Last Jedi. Okay. Rise of oh, wait, we, we haven't established on this podcast yet because I'm a I'm a big time Last Jedi stand and defender. Like I, I actually kind of need to know where both of you stand now on that. Ryan, Vinny, Vinny, what's your what's your opinion on uh, the Last Jedi? It's the worst one. It's it makes Clone Wars. Now is that your opinion or is that just because no. Red Letter Media said it sucked? No, I I think it's uh it's an okay Star Wars movie. 
I think a Star Wars movie, though, should be more of an adventure movie and have more settings and locations not take place over a day or two days. Well, it's my only gripe with it is, is that. Okay, that's that's a, no, that's fair criticism because it, it does. It's you know, very. It was more. It was more like an episode of Twenty Four. Let me just say, like, but I'm, it's the problem. It's like so you get a Star Wars movie every two years, roughly now or three years, mm-hmm. and they only covered like two days in Star Wars when it should be like it should be covering more time and doing more things. I'm not saying well, that's that's bad. a that's an argument to bring in new stuff and bring in fresh ideas and characters. Skywalker did way too much. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, you couldn't remember where you were. I mean, they they did the opposite where they just jumped to like eight different planets and five. I mean, the first hour of Rise of Skywalker, I actually had like an actual like I had a legitimate headache trying to follow it. And I know oh, Star Wars. Standing up, they do kind of throw the they throw the entire uh, kitchen sink at you. I'm standing up. Mix, mix my metaphors. Is a fucking moron. Thank Excited. you for standing up for the pot. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, we really triggered him now. <laughs> you know he's going when he says yeah. I'm standing up. So I used to defend her, but I kind of agree that it might be time to try something new with her because okay. or someone new in charge. Because I, I the way that I think the biggest and I and I think your last Jedi complaint is is fair. Like I, I think that a lot of the criticism of that movie is made in poor faith, but that is a reasonable complaint to have. That being said, I think the rise of Skywalker is almost entirely irredeemable. And I think it, it's. I just think it's funny when a fan base gets mad in both directions. They get oh, mad when they do the new ideas, and they get mad when it's a pander. Yeah, and I mean Star Wars fan base, and I'm a Star Wars fan. Star Wars has the worst fan base in the world of anything. Like, like what? What would they have wanted, right? Because literally, what is the third option here? Because everyone complained after The Force Awakens, which I think is a decent film on its own, even though it's a retread. I get that, but they had to kind of reset. So everyone complains that they they did the same thing. So then Ryan Johnson does something way different. Um, and then everyone complains, and then they go back and just—I mean, Rise of Skywalker isn't. Well, they bring back the main villain, right? So it's—it's it's it, just the fact that they're complaining for completely opposite reasons, and they're yeah. both as strong. Yeah, that's that's fair. But. Who in their right mind does not plan out a trilogy to a billion-dollar franchise franchise ahead of time? Do you do you think I mean, that Marvel Studios trilogy, didn't though. plan out like a Infinity War saga? You think that wasn't planned out? But oh, it just, was. It definitely. I mean, to an extent, and, not and completely, the, the, but at some point. The point yeah, I'm making is that its success comes from the way that they planned it out. But they did not plan out the Star Wars yeah, sequel trilogy. So, but it doesn't make. So, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they plan they it out? Didn't, but they also didn't plan out the original trilogy. I mean, they made that shit up as that's they. That's true. It was just called Star Wars. Yeah, that, and, and like Luke and Leia made out because at the time they weren't brother and sisters. I mean, that George was like, oh shit, the canon. George yeah. Lucas didn't know it'd be that successful. Kathleen Kennedy knew it'd be successful. Very okay, that's point. fair. She knew she's gonna get at least three movies out of this. What the fuck? Um, why didn't they plan out? But but Vinny, why didn't they plan out the old the uh uh the uh, the Mar- the DC universe better? Huh? <laughs> they fucking tried and they failed. <laughs> I think I, I think you have a point. But I think you also have to understand that certain things work and then change plans, and certain things don't work, and you have to change your plans, right? I mean, like they had a. I mean, they can, and what's total bullshit is when she's like, "Oh, we always plan on bringing Palpatine back." Like, fuck off! No, you that you definitely did not. Like, you can no, tell how shoehorned no in way. that was. But did you? Uh, but like, I mean, they Leia, or I'm sorry, I shouldn't call her that. But Carrie Fisher died after they filmed Last Jedi, so that had to change their plans, even if they did have a plan. I mean, it's not like they didn't. Um, they could have killed her off at the beginning of the movie. They should have killed her off in Last Jedi. They should have done. So it. the movie she, was. She technically it. had a reason. She could have been out in space. I I do understand that, but you guys also got to remember that the movie had been done for a while after she died. Like they would have to do significant reshoots to to. That's what I'm out. saying. Kill her at the yeah. at the start of the next movie. 
Yes, that's what I thought they were gonna do instead of trying to make her a big part of it. And like, and the the, it, the reused lines were yeah, so and it doesn't corny. work. It doesn't work at all. And the like, like extra outtakes that they tried to shoehorn in yeah. were so bad. And like they forced it, and I do kind of feel bad for Abrams. I don't know why I feel bad. Like, is for this him. movie about how droids are impressive? I don't think it is. Oh my god, the never trusted droid or whatever. No, never or... underestimate a droid. Oh, never is underestimate that, a droid. I'm sorry, yeah. you're throwing here me mixed meanings here. Is this movie about droids? So I think the the biggest failure of that fucking movie, and I really hate the rise of Sky. Like, I don't try to get upset about these certain things because there's more important things in life, but I just really fucking hate how they decided to um make a movie purely on the reaction of the internet. And they like, really did. And you can't you can't work like that. Like that's just that's not how like the creative process. This is what happens when we get cancel culture. (laughs) (laughs) And and like to tie this all back to the to the Snyder cut thing. Like I'm excited about it for the memes, but I'm also like a little interested in how this will affect the perception that fans own the things they like. Right? Like if you don't. Well, this is the perfect example. This is the perfect argument for Rick and Morty because if you've been watching Rick and Morty (laughs) season four. The last three episodes were a giant middle finger to the fans saying, I know you want us to do uh, evil Morty episodes. And I know you want us uh, to do uh, inter- interdimensional cable again, but fuck you. We're not going to pander to you. We're going to do what we want to do. We don't give a shit if you like it or if you cry and scream about it. We're going to make what we want to make. And the Rise of Skywalker was a pandering film to the people who hated The Last Jedi. Like, I just don't see it as any other way. I, I and it, I, I fucking hate the like the ultimate just to tie back to what you were saying about the droid like joking about the themes there like you can say what you want about the last jedi and not liking the decisions that they went for but the idea to make ray a nobody or to try these new ideas right it at was brave it was, it was at least it was fresh and then to undo that and be like oh she's just the granddaughter of this guy from like 1983 and by that, the way here's also her father we're introducing yeah like it's just like so can like it's just like like because not- the nerds couldn't couldn't accept that she was a nobody and they wanted to have a theory about who's her, who was her mom and who was her dad they're like jj abrams and chris Turio and rob Iger, bob Iger are like oh shit okay uh i guess she can be uh, uh she can't be obi-wan's kid uh palpatine yeah fuck it let's just go with it and that was the creative process like they sat around a table in a boardroom and that's how the rise of skywalker happened i hate it so much I mean, hey. I it, I hate the choices that they made that led them to this point, but I like the movie. I think it, it's mostly overall. I think it's a good movie. So and like the, I would watch it. Emotional if it, if it moment, turned on, I wouldn't turn it off. So do you think the okay? I think the first hour is almost unwatchable because it like it's just too jumpy. It's like TikTok Star Wars. But I will agree that there are, <laughs> it, it does it does cool it does slow down a little bit, and I think some of the like um TikTok like the the. The uh, like the ocean battle with her and with Ray and Kylo Ren. Like, there's some yeah. good stuff there. Um, I I think that just what so that big end game moment that they tried to imitate, like that emotional response. So that worked for you when Lando so shows up bad. with all the ships because it it's fell so flat. Bad. It fell oh so God. flat in my theater. Like they were clearly trying was... to imitate the the portal scene in um so in endgame bad. and it just didn't work because we never saw lando he just disappears and shows up with all of these ships that we have no context we don't know anyone besides wedge's cameo like it just fell flat i thought that was fine the thing that really bothered me about that scene was the magic lightning power to kill all the good guy ships 
Oh yeah, it's just like it's just plot convenience, right? I it mean, was, I, I think it it's was a really tinker, but, uh, fucking cool, yeah, but like the listen. the fact that he can do that pisses me off. In episode three, unlimited power. Come on. But they were really going for that though, yeah, right? Yeah, because like right. a lot of people who hated the last Jedi is that prequel meme is kind of they just love everything the Emperor did in the prequels kind of crowd, and so it's like just, okay, uh, make them say do it again and do it the same way, so we'll get people to laugh. Like that's kind of what they went for. And and I'm kind of satisfied knowing the film did kind of poorly by blockbuster standards. Like it barely, like I think I've read somewhere that it barely made what Rogue One made, which was a spinoff. Ooh, that's bad. It, yeah, like it barely beat a billion. And like I know people are like, it's a fucking billion dollars. Well, you know, the MCU I mean, kind of changed though. what the MCU changed what a billion dollars means, though, right? I mean, that's the absolute floor for a major tentpole yes, blockbuster like but this. I mean, Ant Man movies Star come Wars, close to a billion. Star dude. Wars. Yeah. They should have given the trilogy to one person, and that's it. Yes, Not, that well, is no one wanted. Track. No one wanted the whole thing, though, right? I mean, they tried to get Abrams for everything. He said he just wanted to do one, and then then and they should somebody else. That you can't just have this. I, I agree. I agree. But to be fair, like, did you guys see the original script or read the original script for Duel of the Fates, the Colin Trevorrow film version of it? Like the original. I liked it better. <laughs> yeah, I but thought it was better, dude. He said that without it being made. So. Yeah, and I it also. That is a pre Carrie Fisher dying script, so they would have had to change it quite a bit. So, yeah. And I will also say that Jurassic World is not a good movie. So, um, controversial, controversial. Okay. I mean, it's not, I guess we should, it's not like Rise of Skywalker bad, but I guess I'm saying is like my whole point is that like Trevorrow doesn't get like the kind of benefit of the doubt just based off of a script, is my point, right? Like, just echo the bad history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not like he's like Steven Spielberg. You know, I like, think for I think for what that movie was, Jurassic World was not as bad as people make it out to be. It no, does have it, a lot of really bad components, but I don't think I don't think that's necessarily Colin Trevorrow's fault as the writer or director. That's book fair. Watch yeah, the book. the book of Henry is different though. <laughs> um, but it, I think it's it's essentially the Force Awakens to me. Jurassic World. It's a soft reboot. Let's re, let's remind people why it this was franchise bad. was fun. But I I mean, if you watch them all in a row. Uh, and I, I, I recently did this with Maggie for the first time. She'd never seen the the new movies. Uh, so we went and we watched all of the three, all three of the new movies. And now we're going back and we're watching the Ridge Tridge. Um, Is that what people call it now? The Ridge Tridge. Kids. You fucking and, uh, kids. And um, she, she, her thoughts on it. I mean, I was basically like explaining Wait, the controversy. The did you show her? Oh, the, the unredacted version. So the like the despecialized version, yeah, or whatever? the despecialized version. Nice. I have okay. the despecialized edition Blu-ray discs. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, the Blu-ray. Ooh, I mean, I love a, I love a like 4K movie on a from a torrent that I can watch on my 2K monitor. But uh, there's something special about the like 60 frames per second that you get out of a Blu-ray. That's really, it's like yeah. very satisfying. So, so did you explain the whole like Han shot first stuff? I explained the uh, despecialized edition to her, yeah. and I explained the direct the controversy around the Holdo maneuver, and I explained like the basically all the reasons why people didn't like. Oh, Last okay, Jedi. we're talking about the sequel stuff right now. I thought you were talking about showing. Okay, I thought you were talking about the Ridge Tridge still. Fuck, I can't believe we haven't. We haven't. Haha, it's easier to say <laughs> we haven't finished the Ridge Tridge yet. We're on okay. uh, movie two. Um, okay. But yeah, so I expl- I tried to explain to the best of my ability the so controversy still between wanna- them. Does she still want to be in a relationship with you after the level of 
explanation that you've given to oh, her yeah, about she's the silly fascinated by it. movie. She okay. loves that shit. Okay, nice. One of her Sounds favorite good. movie series is Harry Potter. The next favorite is Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh so damn, dude. Good for hey. you. Since we're talking about things we love, it's been one year since Game of Thrones ended, so that's cool. It has been one year. That's exciting. <laughs> Wasn't that great? And the broken. Aren't the double Ds so good at what they do? They almost the got their own They trilogy. almost got their own Star Wars trilogy. At, oh yeah, Finny just said that. Yeah, it was really that good. Remember the part where Bran the Broken had the best story in Game of the King? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Did you, see that, North, did you see though, that because, picture? Just because. Did you see that picture of the guy before and after the hospital? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he on lost Twitter like ten minutes ago. Lost. What? He was on the ventilator for a bit. Yeah, he was on a ventilator for a while, and he was like this ripped guy, and went to, to a, like a club party in Florida, and then was in the hospital for six weeks. Shit. And it's like a just yeah, just look up the uh, before and after. Yeah, I'm actually looking at it right now. Although I should uh, see if I can. The the picture is fucking like crazy. Well, what just scares me is like the little tube in his stomach too. Yeah. It's called. I think it's called being intubated, but or yeah, that would make sense. I know that the thing on your body is called a port, which yeah, is fucking like hilarious. a USB port. Yeah, it's called a port. <laughs> anyway. Of course, Game of Thrones is awful. Oh my god, they ruined it. <laughs> You're going back to Game of Thrones again. Literally, so, I blocked I that whole season out of my memory. I can't. So I think what's so interesting about game, the Game of Thrones finale is like everyone kind of universally hated it, right? I don't think anyone yeah. kind of was like, eh, it wasn't bad. Like normally people like with Lost, like I remember when Lost ended, I liked the ending, but a lot of people hated it. A lot of people were like, eh, whatever. And then a lot of people I were think, like, yeah, I liked it. But like I, Game of Thrones, everyone hated. It was like I the next finale. Lost is a beautiful ending. It's beautiful. Spoilers yeah. But like they end up together in the end. And it's like their most meaningful time in their life they spent on that island. And that's what the ending's about. Dude, you don't need to tell me that. I love the lost ending. Beautiful. Like people lose their mind because they don't answer all the questions and shit. They're okay, sorry. what about what about the ending of the Sopranos? Like how did how did you guys think that that compares? Because that's aged much better because everyone hated the Sopranos ending when it came out, and now everyone thinks it's kind of actually really good. I like it. It's it's yeah. it makes you wonder, it makes you think. Yeah, you use your that? brain. Like, if people who watch The Leftovers, they get mad at the ending. But the ending's beautiful, The Leftovers. Oh, wait. Oh. People get mad at the ending to Leftovers because I didn't know that. And that's just, like, a dead giveaway that you don't know what you were looking at. They still question what Nora said. And it's like, it doesn't matter what she said, okay? It yeah, that's not the point. The Check point this isn't image that I put in chat. What? The point the isn't, is Tony dead or not? The point is, he'll never be, a, oh, shit, okay. Oh, I got to click that. I'm standing I got to open the original. Yeah, you got to open the original. What the fuck? Oh, is this the... The subreddit. Oh, is this like raw? T- okay, this is some data. Shit. Yeah, okay. I love this. I love this. this is like data is beautiful oh, kind of stuff. Yeah, it's one of the data is beautifuls. People like God. I thought the Breaking Bad finale wasn't loved that much. Like I, I thought a lot of people actually didn't like the way Breaking Bad ended. No, it was belo- it was universally me kind of included. <clears throat> Interesting. It's all right. I think, I think the right. Breaking Bad last season is kind of uneven. To be totally honest, I, that might be a hot take, but I don't think that show ended that well. This is really fascinating to me. Yeah, Sopranos is actually pretty high at nine point two. Um, any of these really surprising? I haven't finished that show yet, but it's usually yeah. Loved. Ugh, let's sit down here and look at this. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, Friday Night Lights is very high, actually, from what I was. Although the Friday Night Lights actually had a great ending, and that's a show that like you really don't need like a satisfying plot conclusion to. So like, it's not like Game oh, of the Thrones. Office number three. Wow. 
I think the Office's finale is solid. It's not like amazing, but like it, it does what it needs to do. I cry every time. Do you I really when he does like the best time. man thing and he's in Michael's? Yeah, I usually there. lose my mind when they're when they go back to the office at the end and Andy's talking about his glory days and how you didn't realize he was in them. And uh, then it's like, oh, I've seen oh, you tweet about this. I feel yeah. like oh, it's fucking getting me right now. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny, are you, do you still, does the Friday Night Lights still crush you? I feel like that was the classic Vinny, like, Vinny the needs to be depressed right now, show. Happy ending, you know, Friday yeah. Night Lights. It's, but that show is pretty up and down, you know. Yeah, like the second season's kind of rough in that show. The writer's strike killed it. Yeah, that was like Heroes, the writer's strike. I think we talked about Heroes last time I was on, but that was a writer's strike show. It was Leftovers number 20. That should be way higher. This is a very fascinating uh Isn't it great? Yeah. Smallville ended so bad. Oh, God. I love seeing how Game of Thrones is like the third to last. Although two and a half men just shouldn't be on here. Like who really like watched that to that extent, like caring about <laughs> what, how it ended. What an ending. My God. All right. I don't I definitely don't know anything about how that show ended. And I love how House I mean House of Cards is like the classic example of like of How just, dare like, you put Mad Men at twenty five? How dare that is an insult to Mad Men. <laughs> Oh my god, it is such a good ending. God. Yeah, but people don't really understand the Mad Men ending. It's like the Sopranos, dude. Like, you gotta you gotta more. remember you gotta like I would be interested to see like how this was like who specifically is this IMDB user rating? Like is that how it's ranked? Because that's self-selecting. So basically it's just like if you really care about something, so if you either like really love it or really hate it, you're gonna vote. Like people who are just like, eh, they're probably not gonna go to IMDB and rate the last season. And then Chernobyl shouldn't even be on here. I mean, it's like I, a five episode miniseries. I love Chernobyl; it was great. But like, it's it's not like a, I thought it was great too. But I, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem doesn't, like it counts like a story wise. Anyway, I, yeah. I, I actually the 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 courtroom I think is what they're talking about there because the last okay. episode of Chernobyl is the courtroom episode, and oh, that yeah, is like fantastic. very it's satisfying. Yeah. It's a recap yeah. of what happened. Yeah. It is very 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 satisfying. I, like, so I do get why that's on there. in that episode. Yeah, I know. That's why I mean I feel like just for that it deserves to be on the list. Yeah. Interesting Spartacus. I've, that's a show I found I another one that's pretty funny. It's the greatest letdowns. Um, and it shows the difference between the average rating for the entire series and the fan rating of the final episode. Oh, I mean, that must be Thrones must be far and this away is, the, the top one there. This is some shade right here. So the first place position is actually not what I thought it would be. The first place position is actually House of Cards. That also makes sense because the last because that ending was House awful. Cards. Yeah, and it was like it wasn't even the same show at that point. Too. Um, number two position, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Number three position, and I agree with this one, Dexter. So I've oh, actually God. never seen Dexter, but I've heard that the last episode is like beyond horrible. Like it's it's literally just like they literally just didn't. It's like Breaking Bad if they didn't know what they were doing and or how to end it. Well, that's not a yeah. That's not a from, great from a from a car- you, end you have an irredeemable main character, um, and you don't know what to do with them. They're like running from the law, essentially. There's like no good way to resolve that. And that's why I think the Sopranos did such a good job with their ending because you couldn't redeem Tony Soprano. The next on the list is Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> after that, I mean, which is- version of Dragon Ball Z though? Like- Dragon Ball Z. There's only one Dragon Ball Z. It ends with the Majin. Yeah, Buu. I know, but there's like the the suit. There's like all the different recuts of it. That yeah, are, that well, no, there's, dra- there's Dragon Ball. Then there's Dragon Ball Z. Then there's no, Dragon no, I, Ball I, Z Kai Super, and then there's Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah, but those okay. are all different shows. Oh, okay. I thought Kai was like just like a re kind of cut of the of the OG. 
Dragon Ball Z. The remaster of it. Okay. So the original Dragon Ball Z uh, cut is after Dexter. After that, you didn't love the Majin Buu saga. (laughs) After that is How I Met Your Mother. After that is True Blood. After that, The Good Wife, and then Scrubs. Wait, hold on. Scrub. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's it's so the Delta. I get here. why Scrubs is on there because of the last season, but that the, the season the, eight finale of Scrubs, the real finale, is <laughs> one of the best endings of anything ever. But it didn't technically end there, and I, I agree I that the the ending of season three of Gaming Game of Thrones, uh, sorry, House of Cards, the ending of se- season three or whatever four or whatever it is of House of Cards is fucking amazing, and then yeah, the beginning but, of the next season is garbage. So it's like when so, he becomes president, that was it. So, but just with Scrubs though. That last season is is basically a different show though. Like it it was yeah. titled differently. It was just at the last second they decided to remove the subtitle and make it not a spinoff. But it's a different. I mean, it's everything about it is a different show. I, I get why it would be included still, but I still have a hard time swallowing that because I like. That, well, I mean, whether you know, take it up with the creator of the list. Yeah. But the the other enough. caveat is that um, House of Cards. The difference between the average rating of the episode and the final episode is a six point difference. Oh, um, yeah, that's big. Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Game of Thrones is a 4.6 point difference. And that's still Scrubs, pretty big. Scrubs is only a 2.1 point difference. Yeah. So it I went mean, from like an 8.5 to a, a just above a six. So I feel like kids these days, they've kind of co opted The Office as like their sitcom, even though they weren't like, they were like five when it was airing. Um, because every kind of generation it's has true. that, right? That's true. In the, 80s, go back. in the 80s, it was Cheers. In the 90s, it was Seinfeld. I was going to say, anyone who's alive today who says there were an OG MASH fan is lying through their teeth. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, they were what? Like, my parents would have been, like, seven. Like, the show aired in the 60s. Exactly. Um, but my Get point here with, with that is, Grubs is that show for me. Suicide Man. is painless. That's the theme oh, song. It's dark. He's That's a MASH fan. Yeah. It's a theme song. Are yeah, Vinny's sure? a MASH fan. Okay. I never watched MASH, but I know the theme song to MASH. I was uh big at him. I watched Cheers. Grayson, I watched Cheers. Oh, sorry, Cheers. Everyone knows my name. It's perfect. Cheers is the perfect winter sitcom. Throwing that out there. Has Cheers aged well? It relies right. on a lot of humor of the moment, right? It's a lot of like Larry Bird jokes. It's good. It's for the someone from this area, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's true. But like something like Seinfeld kind of ages really well because it just like it's the minutia of everyday life, right? It doesn't really rely on current events too much for like, human. I like Curb more. You could say the same thing about Friends. I love Curb enthusiasm more. Yeah, I mean that's 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 fair. Do you like the new season though? I actually it's pretty, pretty good. It was pretty good. So I, I, I like the <laughs> Yeah. One episode made me laugh so hard. <laughs> the transfer believe- that's too big. He doesn't know how to handle it. He knocks the so fucking good. <laughs> it's too big for you. You can't, you can't, you can't handle that. <laughs> the last two seasons have been really good. Um, I know it's a couple years in between them, but um, like the foisting episode is one of the funniest pieces or funniest half hours of TV I've ever seen. Grayson, watch Curb Enthusiasm next. I'm not going to do that. You why? don't need to watch all oh. 10 seasons, though. It, it doesn't. Jewish? Some of the early stuff is great. Jewish? Is that why? What? Because Larry David's Jewish. Is that why you're not going to watch it? No, I just don't find it funny. Wow. I don't, it's, not my, it's not my thing. He just says what everyone's thinking. That's all he does. I know. I understand the, I understand the, uh, the gimmick of the show. The gimmick? 
the, yes. gimmick, the gimmick that they don't write <laughs> the episodes it's just all improv yikes sounds like he's about the <laughs> Vinny's about to just turn off his computer <laughs> he's about to dip <laughs> And that's been the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> we are at 55 minutes. Yeah, we're at a while. All right. Uh, yeah. So Thank much you, for everybody, for listening. Hey, COVID news, right? It's the best. COVID, COVID news. Look, this is, a, this is a podcast about social distancing and how we're coping with it. So this is all about. It's relevant. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, check that link that I posted in the chat and uh, tweet yeah. at us. And if you tweet at us, you can filter it so that only we can reply. That's another thing that happened today. They changed Twitter. I hate that so much. Yep, it's fun. It's funny. They couldn't have added an edit button, but hey, this is more important. Yeah, uh, fuck, you. Um, fuck you, whatever your CEO of Twitter's Jack name is. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. Yeah. At Jack, go fuck yourself. At Jack, fuck yourself, Jack. Please don't ban us from Twitter. I've been Grayson. I would die. <laughs> That's Vinny's life. Vinny's self-worth would disappear without Twitter. Oh my goodness. All right, do your fucking saying, Grayson. So I I can said, all right, thanks Grayson. for having me, guys. You did it already? What? No, I said I've been Grayson. Oh, I've been Vinnied. And I've been special guested. All right. Uh, stay sanitized, stay social, and stay sane. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>